Welcome to week 26, all the balls. How are we guys doing tonight? Connor, Jake, Justin, the three of us again. Do I get to answer? What's going on? I'm tired. Long day at work? Yeah. How about you? It's been a sad week. It has. I mean, obviously, it's been a long week. It's been a sad week. R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. Kobe. Now, we're not talking about that right now, but going to start the show off. Obviously, some, some tough news. Tiger Woods got into that very, very bad accident. Fortunately, he's still alive, but... It wasn't it's, life-threatening. It's going to be a long road to recovery. They said it wasn't life-threatening. That's what they said. He's, yeah, but they were saying at first that it was a lot worse than it was. Now they're saying it's not that bad. But I'm telling you right now, Jake, it ain't going to be an easy road for Tiger to recover from that. I don't think he'll ever play the same again. I mean, I think he will I don't play. know if he's going to play for a long time. He, he'll play again because it's golf. He'll never but play he, again. Yes, he will. He will never play again. What are you, ta- you think not, he's in a wheelchair? Not professionally. In a comp- I don't know if he's going to play like, a competitive thing. He, gonna he's win- not going to professionally play golf. If you win the Masters, you get invited to the Masters every year. I don't think he's going to play in the Masters again. You think he's going to play in the Masters? He might suck, but he'll play. He'll never play again. Maybe he'll take a couple practice shots, but I don't think he's going to. It's going to be tough to even golf. Like it's tough. He's Tiger. Dude, I know he's Tiger, but he's not, he's not Pussycat. He he's had, Tiger. He Jake, you gotta use your legs for he golf. He had back surgery less than two months ago. He had to miss the last event before before this accident. Yeah, like, those are completely the, unrelated. Yeah, and then he had the accident. Like he, I mean, like this is this isn't even a longer road for recovery. He is he's one of the already, best golfers of all time, but still, yeah, but he, he has plenty of time. Phil Mickelson's still playing golf. He's like sixty. Of time. Plenty of time. Yeah, but he didn't get no. into an accident like Tiger did. Yeah, and he hasn't been through as many surgeries as Tiger's been through. Tiger's had so many back surgeries. Tiger's fine. He's checked This is our out. first time talking about golf in all these weeks. I think so. Tiger will be, be the okay. last time, too. Unless, yeah, unless Tiger, unless Tiger makes comes back. Or Tiger, wins the Masters. Tiger is the only reason we will ever talk about golf. Hey, it's all the balls. So. like Rory McIlroy? I know it's all the balls. My mom was trying to tell me that the other day. but I like McIlroy, but Tiger is the only reason. That's it. No, oh, but Kepka. in all seriousness, in all seriousness, that was a devastating accident. I mean, at first I got the alert. I thought the guy was dead the way they were talking about it at first. Scary. But scary. then you see the pictures and the videos of the car off the road. I mean, man, that's a scary accident. It's scary stuff. I mean, my heart goes out to his, Tiger and his family. I mean. It's tough circumstance. I, no I, if Tiger wants to come back, I hope to God he can make the recovery. He will. I, I just think oh, yeah, that I think he will. it's a... It's a long journey ahead of him. I don't, I don't know if he has it in him at this age and what he's gone through. Hey, well, all the best wishes to Tiger, Tiger's family. Hopefully he can make a speedy recovery. It's probably not going to be too speedy. But the good news is he is alive, but it's going to be tough for him to get back to the game. No doubt about that. We didn't talk about any hockey last week, so we're going to get in some questions. We're going to talk about, about four or five NHL questions of the week pertaining to this season it? and next season. One, two, three, four, five. Maybe four if you don't want to talk about the last one. But let's start off again. <laughs> hockey season's about 20, 25 games in already. The Boston Bruins are still playing pretty good. Your New York Islanders. Actually, the Bruins play the Islanders the tonight. The Islanders had a nice week. Hopefully, the Bruins can knock down your Islanders, Connor. The actually, Islanders had a nice week. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, they've been good. The, the Bruins have only lost three games in regulation this season, and two have been to the Islanders, actually. So that's, that's all right. They only play eight teams. I know. That should be seven because they're one They only play seven teams. So. so that should be an entertaining night tonight. But pertaining to hockey... Let's start this off. We saw an outdoor game, actually, in Lake Tahoe, the Bruins against the Flyers. And, man, those sights, those mountains, that ice, absolutely beautiful. I thought it was unbelievable watching a hockey game outside. My first question to you guys, what do you think about having more outdoor hockey games? I mean, you saw the game on Lake Tahoe, and you can't tell me that wasn't amazing. It was, it was cool to watch. Um, I think that they need to be at night because of the melting ice situation. Oh, yeah. Especially as the season you know, continues, it's only going to get hotter. Um, it may be, you know, I know that the, the season started at a different time this year, but it may right. be just a winter thing. Um, and then, you know, once you get into the later stages of the season, you, you can't do it anymore. But I, I like it. I think it's a cool change. Um, we'll see in the future if they can, you know, put some, some nice stands out there so that, you know, people can actually go and watch the games uh, and have like a real audience other than, you know, just a few people in the crowd. I mean, they, they've done, you know, like the winter classic stuff like with Fenway. Yeah, that so, was pretty good. Yeah, so I mean, they, it's not unprecedented to do this, um, but I, I like the move, especially in a season where so much is being changed. You might as well, you know, get something else in there and test it out. Kyle, you like it? I think it's a phenomenal idea, and I've always actually wanted to play in an outdoor rink in a facility like that. I've played in numerous numerous arenas and some pretty good ones, but I've never been played in an outdoor rink, and I, that's something I would love to do. But Let's go play. 
Speaking speaking to um, the NHL, I would just like to say, like Jake said, like you have to be careful about where where you're doing these, what time you're doing these. Like you can't do it during the day. No, nah. it's hard to do it during the day in Arizona or Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like it, you're just battling a lot of circumstances, and they usually are good with having this during the winter portion of the season. So, but I just like to. I mean, it was a good sight. It was definitely a good sight. I didn't like the eight-hour delay that the sun was. Oh, yeah, I know. Like I said, they got to do them at night. I know. It's probably going to be the only option in the future. But the thing is, too, like, like, I think it was a couple years ago. It might have been last year. They had the the outdoor rink in Buffalo. And it was absolutely insane. Like, like they were... That looked amazing, too. They were skating on snow, basically. Like, you had the ice, and it was snowing. It was just beautiful circumstances. It was an awesome scene for the fans, and it was, of course, it was an awesome game. Ended up being three two, winning in a um, shootout or overtime. Overtime. Crosby scored the overtime goal. Beast. Beast. Great game. Not not to say I don't like the game in Vegas, but you know, just just be careful. Overall, I mean, I completely agree with you guys. Watching outdoor hockey, I mean, we're used to watching games in TD Garden, Madison Square Garden, all these t- kinds of places. But watching the game outside, man, I've never really heard of Lake Tahoe to begin with, but I'm a huge fan of Lake Tahoe. Now I want to go down there. Maybe we can make a trip. You've never heard of Lake Tahoe? Never heard of it. Beautiful, I mean, beautiful. have you heard of it? Yeah. I never heard of it before this these last couple of weeks when they kept talking about it. <laughs> but, man, that place is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Great hockey setting. Just seems like they took that right out of a movie. Those pictures, the scenes, the videos, everything. And the, the Bruins went off in that game, scoring seven goals, Pasta had a hat trick. But in the future, I'd say NHL, you got to get on your horse and schedule more outdoor hockey games because that was absolutely amazing. And, and that game was great too. So I'm a big fan of these outdoor games, and I hope they continue it in the future. Next question, the new division realignment. A lot of people are saying they're not big fans of it because they want to see more teams playing other teams. Honestly, I kind of agree with them. I mean, the Bruins are only playing seven teams this season. After a while, you don't get sick of them, but you're like, oh, it's the Islanders again tonight. Oh, it's the Flyers. And it seems like over and over, they're just playing the same teams all season. Yes, I get it's only a 56-game season, but I kind of miss seeing the Bruins play the Canadians, the Maple Leafs, and those kind of teams. I mean, you got your rivalries, but it's not the same when the Bruins and Montreal aren't playing. I'd rather see teams play at least, maybe at least the East or something. Seven teams is a little bit too low, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I think that in that sense, you, you're totally right as far as the, regu- the regular season in, yeah. in a bubble. Um, I totally agree with you. Um, there should be you know, more excitement playing other teams and, and getting those games in there because you want to see them play more than just seven teams. But I think that this is going to make for a very exciting playoffs in the oh, sense no, that no. It, it's going to be so unpredictable. You, there's going to be teams beating each other because you know, there's going to be zero expectations. No one's going to know who's better between two teams that haven't played all year. And, and to go a step further, none of their opponents have played each other either. Yeah, it's you know a guessing I mean? game. It, it is a completely new team you are playing, a team you haven't played in at least a year. Right. Well, and, you know, unless they played each other in, in last year's bubble. Yeah. In Otherwise, yeah, these teams haven't seen each other in close to two years. <laughs> it, it's really yep. crazy. To, to say that, but it's true. No, it's, in, um, it's going to be By the time some of these teams play each other, they're going to be completely new teams playing each other for the first time, and it, it's going to be very unpredictable and exciting playoffs because of this. I was just going to say the same thing. Like I th- The playoffs is just going to be more anticipated, more uncertainty, and uncertainty is what the NHL thrives on because yeah. the league is so – there's a lot of parity in the league. There's a lot of, you know – they have their contenders, but a lot of times the contenders, like – it just doesn't doesn't normally happen because hockey is such a unpredictable sport. Such an unpredictable, such a unique game. Like you're talking about a seven game series where games are like two to one, three to two, one nothing, four to two. Like anything can happen in those series. I mean, we watched two years ago the Lightning were uh, the contending number one favorites. They got swept first round. Yeah, Columbus. Was it, wasn't there a year both one seeds lost? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the yeah. year, right? Yeah, it was. That was the year. Tampa got swept. I forget it was the one seed. The other side. They you both, never know. They both. Didn't make it out of the first round. And last year, no one saw Dallas going to the Cup Finals. I mean, exactly. You just never, you now never turn know. That, now turn that up to eleven because these teams haven't even played each other before. Yeah, I can't wait. Exactly. And we're already almost halfway through the regular season because only fifty six games, so it's. I mean, some it's of going these, fast. And some of these standings too. Yet it's gonna be the top four teams in each division. Like some of these teams right now that are making the playoffs. I we haven't seen these teams be good in a long. But time. you know what they're doing at the end, right? The final four teams is yeah. just gonna be one to four, and they're gonna kind of like a final four. One of each division. I, I, I don't know how I feel about that because I mean, the East could play the East in the finals this year. Yes, like technically. 
If it's a yeah, one. If they're, yeah, if they turn out to be opposite sides of the bracket yeah. based on their oh, records. Oh, they are going to do that. So they're going to seed it one. When they get to the final four, they're going to reseed them one to four. Based on regular based season Based on regular record. season records. Are they okay. seeding them one through 16? No, it's going to no. be on each side. They're going to do no, they're, in they're each they're division. Doing, for, so they, for the first couple rounds, one team from each division makes it out. One okay, team from each yeah. division is going to make the That's final four. That's what I was four, thinking. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, like what you're saying, like two two teams from the Eastern Conference. And then it's going to the end. It's going to be two from the two East team, and two from the he's West. He's saying when they reseed them, two teams from the Eastern Conference could end yeah. up playing each other in, in the, the finals. finals. Yes, like Montreal could end up playing Boston in yes. the finals. Yeah, basically. They could. Yep. It's going to be weird. I mean, it's a weird season, but overall, with the division realignment, it seems like we're all on the same page regarding that, but... It's definitely going to make the playoffs a lot more interesting. On to question number three. You guys, it seems like there's not as much fighting as there used to be back in the day. It seems like the last five, six years, again, like 10, 15 years ago, you saw fights after fights. The referees really wouldn't get involved. But now it seems like you still are seeing fights, but it seems like after 30 seconds sometimes, the ref will get in the middle and be like, guys, enough, and that's going to be the end of the fight. But in my opinion, I, I like seeing the fights. I think it makes the game different because you don't see guys going at it in basketball or baseball usually or football. Definitely Obviously, true. they're tackling, but... I think fighting makes the game different. I wish the refs wouldn't get involved. Let, let the guys kick each other's asses. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. Hockey and fighting is definitely a differentiator between other sports. But I get why they're doing it. You know, at the end of the yeah, day, at the end of the day, killed. no, I mean, kids are watching this this stuff. You want them yeah. to, you want peewee hockey to start wailing on each other? Like, it's what happens. Hey, they'll learn. Yeah, but it's not supposed to. That's not what their, their intention is. Um, so, I mean, I get why they're doing it. I'm not like, you know, so into that i would i would like yeah. you know kids to know not to fight and to see as many good fights as possible in hockey right. but i don't think that you can have both those things and you know i i think that the the move by the league makes sense bridget we'll get to that as soon as we're done with these questions yeah, in about question. three minutes i think um i think the league clearly has an agenda here they're trying to diminish fighting as a whole by and not and at the same time not getting rid of fighting in general right i just you know and we talked about this a little bit before before the show started. Like, we were talking about 10, 15 years ago. You have guys in the NHL who weren't... I mean, these guys... They were could, goons. They, were, they could skate, but they weren't great skaters. They weren't great goal scorers. They, like Jake said, they were goons. They were on the yeah, team. Yeah, they were ridiculous. They are on the team to start fights. They are on the team to make big hits. And they are on the team for purely momentum. I mean, those guys aren't around anymore. They don't exist. The league has done a great job at wiping those guys off the map. Yeah. I mean, so fights are now just, like, more personal bickering between two two players more than it's, like, That's all one, it is. one guy, like, all right, I'm going to set the tone. We're going to get a fight in the first period. And then see no, you later. I mean, you're, you're right. But, you know, it's, like, the same thing with, like, the NFL taking away helmet-to-helmet contact. You know, like, the, obviously there's yeah. a safety factor involved yeah. in both fighting and getting hit in the head. But a... Big monster hit is is incredibly exciting in football. And sometimes they're, you can't help with the helmet. They're taking stuff. it away, though. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, yeah. they're trying to change the the idea behind the game from, you know, look at these guys blow each other up yeah. to, to look how, you know, athletic they are and look at the, you know, phenomenal plays they can make. Football plays, you know, not hurt each other plays. Exactly. So, and and same hockey, thing with hockey. They're trying to do the same thing. They're, I mean, the game's gone so much faster. So, I mean, you can make that argument Every year. in a good direction. But at the same time, there's, there's going to be drawbacks to finesse hockey. Yeah, I mean, but I'd still like to see fights, and they're obviously not going to go away. All right, Bridget, two more questions for the NHL, then we'll get to that real quick. Overall, what's your take on shootouts after five minutes of overtime? You like shootouts, or you're not a big fan of them? I you do like shootouts? Like it. I think it's great. I, I think they can do no wrong. I think um, overtime is meant for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys. I like shootouts. The thing is, like, even if they extend overtime, they were talking about that a couple years ago. I, I don't want to see a game end in a tie. Like they were saying, if you don't no, go no, to the no, shootouts no. Like, at the end of overtime, it, I would Maybe it should be longer than five minutes. But it is three-on-three, three, so you're not getting as many shootouts now because of the three-on-three three overtime. Yeah, right. I don't mind it being five minutes because it's three-on-three. Three. Like, if you watch a uh, a five-minute three-on-three overtime, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of shots going around. Oh, and I have, I'm, sure, I, I'm in love with three-on-three three overtime. There's bodies in the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Slap shot. But obviously in the, awesome. playoffs, in the playoffs, you're not going to have three-on-three three overtime because you want the real deal. No, you, you want the real have five-on-five overtime. 20 minutes, next goal wins. Yeah, that's the best part, that's yep. the best part of the playoffs sometimes. No, but I, I like, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of shootouts because it doesn't really tell, like, depending on the players and the goalies usually. I think it's good. Who scores the goals, but you want to have a winner and a loser in the end. Right, I think it's good for regular season too. Like, all right, let's just get this game over with. Right. Yeah, I mean, especially when, you know, in, in a tight season like this, 
guy teams might be playing the next night. You don't want them playing two extra periods of hockey. Yeah, there's no need Just, for it. You know what I mean? Like that, that like the uh, playoff game last year that went for. Uh, yeah, like, like that was four overtime. That yeah, was the first the game of the, play, the Tampa four. Bay game. I thought it was five overtimes. It might have been. It was four or five. But like that's a that's a whole another game. Yeah, the Bruins game hockey. got canceled. The Bruins game got canceled. The, like the next you can't day. you can't be doing that in the regular season because these guys are going to yep. get burnt out. They can only play you know two minutes of ice time at once, and now you're telling them the whole team needs to play another forty minutes of hockey. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Can't do it in the regular season. Yeah, it's too much. All right, uh, last question. You guys have a change you think the NHL should put should put in place for next season? Should we keep it all the same? Well, you have any thoughts on that? What did you say? A change that the NHL should place for next season. I'd just say any three. changes. A rule change? Yeah. A rule change, division change, anything. I think instead of three on three for overtime, it should be every single player on each team is on the ice. Yeah. yeah. I, I just say get the conferences back. No, no, yeah, that, that's, that's exactly not, what I said. That's not really a rule change. No, you know what I said? I said um, just to be a little different, I said when it gets playoff time, maybe see the teams 1 to 16 instead of the East West. Oh, now, now you sound like an NBA. No, but punk. I mean, I think it works I change better it. in hockey than the NBA, though. Because I think it's so you never know who's going to win every year to begin with. Usually, so I say yeah. maybe we try it one year, seed them one to sixteen, and then again, you never know who you're going to face. Like anyways, I, said, I think it works better in hockey than it does in the NBA. The, the better team in the NBA usually wins in a seven game series. It's totally possible the underdog yeah. comes out in hockey. In NHL, you never know. Yeah, so. it's, you're right. Very rare in the NBA. All right, so that's our, like Joe said, all the puck segment to begin the show along with the Tiger Woods Go news. Go puck but yourself. We'll be talking some more hockey as the season gets going. Obviously, almost almost halfway through, which is really crazy to think about. Bridget, we said we'll get to your question. Hey, guys, thoughts on Baker opening the state for indoor sports venues? Are you excited going to go? Abso-freaking-lutely. Baker I am ex- Mayfield. I am really excited. I mean, I think they said today the Red Sox, Bruins and Celtics are all going to be having 12% of fans I to got, start. I got the numbers here thanks to... 12 percent i think bridget ready am i gonna go to the games fenway park will be holding 4500 fans wow so decent amount. td garden will be holding 2300 fans okay and gillette 7900 all right really now based on those numbers to to ask to answer the question are you excited slash going yes i'm excited i think fans change the game for, for the teams playing am i going probably not if there's like my my team is the Celtics, that's the game I'd want to go to the Celtics. Um, but you can bring the Bruins into this in the same regard. Yeah. Um, if there's only twenty three hundred seats out there, I doubt I'm getting a ticket. Like you, game like, time, they're going to be so expensive. All these tickets are going to be ridiculously expensive. There will be tickets to. available. Maybe it like as soon as they're announced. Honestly, I, I think I'm most excited to be going to Fenway, just outside. Going to a baseball they game again? They should be holding more. Fenway and Gillette. Yeah, because it's outside. Yeah. Well, I think Gillette, that won't be until September, so probably by then they'll even have more. But it's at 7,900. Am I going to be going, though? I'd like, yeah, I think I'm going to. Does that mean, hopefully, con- does that mean concerts have 7,900? Get the Xfinity yeah, Center back this question. summer. I'm going. That's a good question. You can buy me tickets if they're not too expensive. No, I'd go to a Celtics game. I'd go to a Bruins game. I'd go to a Red I Sox game. I want to go. I want to go. You, you're telling me if you, there weren't Celtics tickets available, you'd go to a Celtics game. I will, if they were available, I would go. Um, I'm, I just anticipate them being extremely expensive and you know very hard to get. It would be kind of interesting to imagine like that little people in the arena. You'll probably be able to hear like everything. Yeah, I'm gonna be chanting down at. They're gonna be able to hear you, this Jimmy guys. Butler, telling them to go pound sand. Yeah, I'll be saying that to Grant Williams every time he steps on the floor. No, but honestly, Connor, are you going to be going to games if you get some nice tickets, some nice deals? I would like to. Let's go to a Celtics-Knicks game. Celtics-Knicks. I, I would love to see the Knicks Actually, play. Actually, or my Julius Randle jersey. The first game the Celtics are going to be open to fans is they're home against the Pelicans, then Dallas. Those are the first two games. Actually, my I've first, already seen both those teams. Or in my first Knicks jersey since my Porzingis one had to be retired. It's a good idea. Quickly? There. I thought about quickly. But I'm no, but Bridget, yes, I'll be going. Yes, I'm excited. And just it's good to have... Fans back in the stands, basically. Well, there's a will, there's a way. All right, let's get to some baseball stuff. We didn't have that much big baseball news, but quickly, starting with the Yankees. The Yankees re-signed Brett Gardner for what it feels like his 300th season with the Yankees. Connor, how do you feel about that? He's going to die in that club. Yeah, he's, the guy's old, man. <laughs> how old is he? Uh, 38, I'd guess. I, that, that's got nothing on Bart. That has nothing on Bartolo. I'm going to guess 36. And the thing is... 37, right in the middle. 37? So I'm, Nothing on Bartolo. Are you excited? I mean, I assume he's not going to be playing that much. I, I don't think he'll be playing. Um, I'm reading the New York Post, and their headline is Brett Gardner. Thinks Why are his ears be, so big? Thinks this could be his last contract. Um, you know who he looks like? Is that Have you ever watched the movie Sky High? The guy with the huge head? Yes. <laughs> okay. The <laughs> one with the weird voice? Yeah. Nice. Brett Gardner is huh. the, the school teacher. Yeah, yeah, the science teacher. All right, let's get back to it. 
Yeah, he's the definition of a Yankee. He's just the epitome of what this team has been since he, <laughs> since he got drafted to this team. I mean, guy who always works hard, guy who always goes the extra mile, guy who's not the best skilled player, but just someone you need in that clubhouse. He's a glue guy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I see why you get him. I would have been fine if you moved on from him. That's who, oh, God. That's who Brett Gardner looks like. If, I don't know if you can see it that I well. Mean, I think that's... That guy. Sky High. You ever seen that movie? It's I, a good movie. He's got a good voice. I think Brett Garner kind of looks like him. I mean, Brett Garner, he's a good player, but Connor, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to be playing I'm that much. I'm looking at the picture of Brett Garner, and they look nothing alike. <laughs> Come on. Look at their heads. <laughs> yeah, that's like the biggest difference. I think, that's, I think we're going with a huge exaggeration, but... You know, it might be a little Maybe they much. talk the same. Yeah. One of them is a better baseball player, but my overall take on Brett Gardner, I'm, I'm not surprised because he's been with the Yankees for what it seems like a thousand years. He's not going to play anywhere else. The Yankees have a ton of options on that offense. I don't think he's going to be playing as much as he was before, but still, I think he's still got some good speed. He could maybe come in eighth or ninth inning. Also, not a bad defender either. So, Brett Gardner, I'm not surprised that he's back with the Yankees because I don't know who else would really want him that much. And he got a pretty cheap deal to stay with the team that he's always known. So, you know what? Yankees are going to be good. We all know that. And maybe he'll help out occasionally. I don't think he's going to be an everyday player anymore. Other news regarding baseball. Shin Soo Chu signed in Korea, Korea. Yes. So what is he going to join Tanaka? That's where Tanaka won, right? Uh, well, or Japan. They're, they're in the same league, but they're on different teams. Shin Soo Chu, in my opinion, was one of the more underrated players of our generation. 218 home runs, I think I read. He had a pretty good batting average. It seems like he didn't get that much attention, but Shin Soo Chu was a guy that came over. A lot of people didn't hear of him, really, when he came over from Japan. And the guy made a freaking name for himself with him. a lot of different teams, Texas. And I think overall, Shin Soo Chu was a hell of a player, and good luck to him in Korea. He was a solid baseball player when he was here. I mean, guy, a guy who's not amazing, didn't, didn't overbear you with his stats, but he was just consistent. Yeah. Just very, very consistent ball player. You like Shin Soo Chu? I'm more of an Egg Foo Young kind of guy. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. All right, regarding baseball, so we got the Brett Gardner, the Shin Su Chu stuff out of the way. Spring training is about to get going. Yes, baseball is about to get started. The Red Sox and Yankees are they're starting spring training. Actually, practices are underway. What are you guys looking forward to ahead of spring training? I'm looking, winter training. I'm looking forward to. I mean, spring training. I just want to see some of this pitching staff. I want to see some of these young pitchers. I want to see, yeah. you know. I want to see them develop a little bit. We saw a little bit of them at the tail end of last year. Made some spots in during some COVID games. So I'm really looking for that. Do they what have? You, um, what are you looking for? Do they have a full uh, set of games on the slate? No, I mean I think they're playing like twenty something, but they're playing like the same six or seven teams. And then 162. 160. It's gonna be a long season, and especially with it being outside, I don't think it's gonna be that much of an issue because COVID's not as bad as it was. But I'm looking forward to a lot of things regarding the Red Sox. I'm looking forward to how the rotation is going to play out. They got a couple new pitchers, Garrett Richards, Matt Andresi. I'm, I'm excited to see what Eduardo Rodriguez come, does this season because obviously he was hit hard with COVID. Yes. Also, Nathan Avaldi. Hopefully, he has a bounce back year for the Red Sox. So, and I'm looking forward to seeing like where these guys are going to be in the rotation, how the bullpens play out for a lot of these teams. Another thing I'm looking forward to, some fans are going to be at some of the spring training games. So it's going to be good to see fans in attendance. I know in Florida, it's getting more lenient down there. So having fans, having hot dogs, hamburgers, fans back watching baseball, it's definitely going to be exciting. Popcorn. And just popcorn, Cracker Jacks, baseball being back in general. And also... Get me back there. Baked yeah. beans. Another thing I'm looking forward to as well is just, honestly, players on different teams seeing how they do with their new teams. Nolan Arenado now with St. Louis. Kiki Hernandez with the Red Sox. Fernando Tatis Jr. after that contract extension, see if he can keep up his terrific pace that he was on last year. So just teams, players on different teams. It's going to be interesting to see guys on different teams. The Yankees didn't make too many moves, but... No, it's really that pitching staff we got to look at. It's going to be Italian. It's going to look, you're going to have to look at Corey yeah. Kluber. You're going, to see, you're going to see more Debbie Garcia. You're going to see maybe some Michael King in there. Like It's going to be really up to the staff and what happens. And another thing to monitor, Domingo Herman is still on the active roster. Yeah, why? He might come back. And that guy was a stud before all that trouble happened. Yeah, he might come back. So I, I don't know what's happening with his legal trouble or what his situation is with the MLB as a whole. But he's still on the active roster, and the, and the Yankees have had to, players have had to answer some questions about him. And they've varied from across the board. <coughs> That's something to monitor. No, I'm definitely interested in that. But with spring training being back, it just seems like things are getting back to normal. And 
We'll have our, um, our MLB preview in five weeks so because the MLB season is going to be just over a month away starting Take around April off. 1st. So baseball is back, oh, yeah. and I'm excited for it. All right, we had a couple of NBA things happen. Not too much big NBA news, but also in four weeks is going to be our NBA trade deadline special. So some of the NBA things that happened while we were gone, DeMarcus Cousins and the Houston Rockets did part ways. Something happened while we were on the air. Just now? Now we're getting into NBA. It happened about five minutes ago. Malik, Ble- Malik Beasley got suspended 12 games. Did he really? For what? He did. Uh, apparently for an off-season incident that happened. Oh, it just happened? It happened in the off-season. So Malik Beasley... He just got suspended, We'll start with that then. The Mal- he's Malik- on the Timberwolves, right? Malik Beasley's a guy that averages... He's averaging 20 a game for the Timberwolves right now. And obviously, speaking of the Timberwolves, we'll get to the Timberwolves. Some- Actually, you know what? Let's start all Timberwolves. Let's start, Let's start the all Timberwolves. Timberwolves. So Malik Beasley, obviously... What's he? The second... Towns technically has more points than him, but he hasn't played in many games. Edwards has been pretty good. Ed- Edwards has like, been good, He had like yeah. 25 last night. Yeah, sometimes he shoots like 3 for 13 and has those nights, but the team's 7-25 and 25 right now or something like that. Whatever, they suck. In losing yeah, Malik Beasley. Yeah, he does. That's crazy. In losing Malik Beasley for 12 games. That dude fell off the map. I think it's going to help their draft stock. 19-6, he's not bad right now. It's going to help their draft stock. A lot of guys with 19-6. Yeah, I know. I don't think it's that. I mean, Malik Beasley's a good player, and if Minnesota's playing for something, I'd say it's a big news, but... They're not playing for anything no, right this, now. This probably helps them. They're playing for the number one pick, and they helps probably got worse. Them. No, he's he's one of their better players right now. They no, it helps them regarding the number one they're pick. They're gonna get the pick. They're gonna get the pick again. Do they have their draft pick this year? Of course they do. Yeah, I think they do. Okay, then then I guess so. Yeah, but so that was isn't break. it the bottom three teams anyway? Yeah, all all bottom three teams are the same thing. So yeah, yeah, but you know, without a twenty point per game guy, you're gonna lose more. So Malik Beasley, breaking news: keeping it with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ryan Saunders got fired during the week. That was obviously Flip Saunders' son. After a loss to the Knicks. After a loss to the Knicks, and man. Knicks beat everybody. Regarding the Minnesota Timberwolves organization, I think in the first place, I think the hire was mostly because of his dad, and they wanted to give him the head coaching job. But I don't think it was the right hire in the first place. This team has a long road to recovery if they want to make the playoffs anytime soon. But the interesting part about this was they hired their head coach midseason. The associate head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Chris Finch, made the permanent head coach for the season. Within I thought that minutes. was interesting. Yeah, within minutes, yeah, right they, after. They were planning it. They were planning it. So they obviously they, knew that was going to happen. Were, they were well, going to get a reason. I also heard they interviewed Finch at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. whether, when they were deciding whether or not to retain Saunders, and they ultimately kept Saunders with new management. But And Finch was close with the, um, the GM of the Timberwolves now because they, they both spent time with the Rockets back in the day or something. Right, right. Rosas was the assistant GM, and Finch was, Finch was, I think, he was an assistant or G League coach for the Houston. Yeah, but overall, I don't think it was the right move in the first place. I mean, Saunders, he didn't go into a, into a good situation, so... It's, it's hard when you're... It's hard when you're it's a bad hard team. When you're, yeah, it's hard when your team is so bad, and we'll see how this guy does, too. Because this team sucks. Yeah, this guy, he was good in the G League, apparently, and he was very highly regarded. They got a lot of talented with Nick players, Nurse. though. I mean, granted, they don't have a system. They should be better than 7-25. and 25. They should be way better than Towns seven. alone should get them more than 7 wins. Absolutely. But he, and then he you is have, soft. And then you have Russell, and then you have the number one pick in the draft, Anthony Edwards. Yep. You have Malik Beasley, who's, yep. who's averaging who's having a career year. He should yeah. be way better than 7 and they, have, have, they have Rubio? Yeah, Rubio, yes. he's been decent. Josh Okoge was hurt for a little while. He's not Okoge's terrible. Good. McDaniels, I've, I've heard, is a really good defender for Yeah, them. he is. He's one of the best defenders, he actually. He should be way better. Way better. So that's the deal with the Timberwolves. Malik Beasley, obviously. It's not going to help their team Dien. now. Yeah, no, Gorgie Dieng. He's on. Nas uh, Reed. Gorgie Dieng somewhere else, I think. But the Timberwolves, they're not in a good spot to be in with. All right, back to Houston. DeMarcus Cousins and the Rockets parted ways. I don't think this was huge news, but... I think he'll go to a contender. Someone's going to sign him. Lakers, Clippers, some team like that might sign him. I don't I, want I the Celtics the Nets, to sign him. I heard the Nets would, were going to try and get him. Probably will. I, I really don't see the Lakers getting him. I mean, they already had him once. And, and Cousins and Davis didn't really work out well right. together. They've played together. Yeah, they already played together twice. Um, I, I don't see that. The Clippers, very possible. Um, their big man situation isn't like the Lakers. Yeah. You know, if you're the Lakers and you're, you know, you're rocking Marcus and you got Davis and you got Harrell, what's the point of getting Cousins? You know, there isn't yeah. really. Um, one. but the Clippers, you know, they got Ibaka and they got Zubac. Zubac is having good. Ibaka can play the four. You put Cousins in there for a few minutes, maybe. Um, and the Nets are really they're yeah they're not great at big. Um, that's really the Nets could get him. Yeah, it's really. I could see Milwaukee getting him. Use, but he's not a starter. I can see that too. Maybe Milwaukee. I mean, I don't know how well he played with Giannis. Utah got Gobert. I don't think the way Utah's playing right now, man. The twenty six. Yeah, six. but Cousins isn't a starter. Yeah, he'd be their backup big man right now. It's like Tony Bradley yeah. or something. I think Brooklyn makes a lot of sense to me too. Yeah. I think the Clippers make a lot of sense. No, but he already followed Durant once. But yeah, why he, would he do it again? He might follow him yeah. again. But uh, in general, I mean, for Houston, I don't think it's really that big of news. I mean. They agreed and to it. And he played with Harden already. Yeah, he did. Oh, I think it's Maybe. good news for Houston again. They're getting rid of another cancer in the locker room. All right, so we got the Cousins He's news. He's changed. We got the Malik Beasley he news. He good for that locker room. 
No, he was terrible for that locker room. They sucked. All right, the All-Stars have officially been announced. The reserves, the starters. Guys, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum made it for the Boston Celtics. Congrats to Julius Randle making the All-Star game for the New York Knicks. Yes. Who else was a first-time All-Star? Jalen Brown, Julius Randle. Zach Levine. I think there were four. Zach Levine made the All-Star game. In the, I'm pretty sure in the West, everyone was in Zion. At least their Zion. second year, except Zion. Yeah, I was going to say Booker. everyone. Yeah, he's, well, he's a re- Booker's replacement for But he was Davis. already an All-Star, Yeah, right? Booker. I think it was just Zion, Jalen, Julius. Yeah. Guys that didn't make the All-Star game, Trey Young didn't make the All-Star game. A little shouldn't bit surprising. Have. No, he shouldn't have made it. I mean, you look at his stats, and he has All-Star stats, but the East is just loaded. There's, I mean, people are saying that we're bored of how Trey Young plays, and I kind of agree. I mean, he, the guy's a star. But. Yeah, but he is a star. Yeah, but he, Atlanta sucks. He did, yeah, he just... He just cranks up three-pointers and, and takes floaters. And, yeah, he has a great three-point shot, but, like, yeah. that's not enough. Their team sucks. Um, I think Sabonis was very deserving of an all-star, and I don't think Ben Simmons should have got it over him. No, I mean, um, you guys aren't big Ben Simmons fans. I'm not either. I'm not, but why are the Sixers successful? Because Joel Embiid. That's right. Why are the Pacers successful? And Doc Rivers, very underrated signing. The Pacers are successful because of DeMontis Sabonis. He should be an all-star again. He was an all-star last over year. Over who? Simmons. What's he averaging, like 18-11? And he has like 6 or 7 what assists. Was he, what was he averaging? 21-12-6. and 21-12-6. You know, the reason bonus. is the fan voting, too. Yeah, well, they said Brown should have... Yeah, so bonus plays in Indiana. Yeah. They said the coaches voted Brown to be a starter, but the fans didn't. So I, don't, I don't know about it. these fans voting sometimes, because some cities are bigger fan bases. They voted for, like, Zaza Pachulia to be a... Yeah, it's stupid. Jeremy Lin was an all-star starter. But overall, fans, like four years in a row. for the most part, I think they got it right. I mean, Julius Randle, you look at his stats, and he's carrying the Knicks. I don't think the Knicks would be this good. No, he's he absolutely good season. should be an all-star. He's like 23, 12, and 7. And then Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the Celtics putrid right now. I mean, unbelievable what's going on with they, them. Those guys are fan favorites, though. But, but Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, unbelievable star talents. And you know what? They, they're still young players. They deserve it as well. But all-star game, I believe, is March 7th. And now three-point contest in the slam dunk. It's all happening. This, I think the slam dunk contest is taking place at halftime of the All-Star game. That's I, weird. I did hear that, yeah. And the three-point contest is going to be before the All-Star game. Yeah. So it's all in one night? Yeah, it's, everything's on night. the same night. Sunday, March 7th. Why? They want it because COVID, probably. Probably. Wouldn't you rather spread it out? I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They're also trying not to have, like, parties in Atlanta for that week. Uh, Jalen Brown's going back to his hometown. That's going to be good for him in his first All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Is Connor going to remain calm today? <laughs> Oh, yeah, last week. What happened? freaked out. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was wild. Maybe when we talk about our football starting quarterbacks, yeah. Connor will freak out. Guys, hang in there. We'll be telling you who we'll the starting to, quarterbacks we'll have, are going to we'll be. You'll have to tune in. You'll have to see. All right, we got some college basketball stuff to go, get to real quick, and then we'll be telling you who the starting quarterbacks are going to be for every team. It's a little quiet in the NFL world right now, so we said before free agency gets it's going, cold, this is a perfect week to give you our predictions on who the starting quarterbacks are going to be for every team. But real quickly, college basketball – Everybody, join the pool. Actually, in three weeks is going to be our selection show special because it's almost tournament time. Actually, the first conference tournament starts tonight in the Horizon League. I can't wait. Yeah, the Horizon League tournament starts tonight. So start getting your brackets ready. Selection Sunday will be here before you know it. Briefly, really quick, a huge college basketball game took place this past Sunday with Connors, Ohio State Buckeyes, and the Michigan Wolverines. A lot of people think that was one of the best games of the season. For those of you that didn't watch, for those of you that watched, those are two teams that could easily, in my opinion, Elite Eight, Final Four. Ohio State has a big game tonight against Michigan State. Michigan has a huge game tonight against Iowa. That could be another great game. But overall, Michigan and Ohio State went wire to wire, Connor. But unfortunately, your Ohio State Buckeyes, they just had no answer for Hunter Dickinson. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a great game to watch. And obviously, two top Two of the top teams in the Big Ten in what yeah. is the best conference in college basketball. This Easily. Year. It was it was a barn burner. And, you know, it was tough to lose that game, but I told Justin at the beginning of the show, we're not – this is not the last time we're going to see Michigan. We're going to see them again. Might see them two more times. Might be. Whether it's the Big Ten tournament, whether we see them in the actual The tournament. big boy tournament. Well, we're going we're gonna to see them again. That's And that's going to be – and that's going to be a great game, but it's going to yeah. have more, more at stake, and I'm ready for that game rather than this game. And regarding Ohio State, I don't really, even though they lost that game, I don't think of them any differently because they, that Michigan Wolverines team is tough. Ohio State right. played a heck of a game. Your two guards, Dwayne Washington and C.J. Walker, those guys are small people, but, man, they can play basketball. Dwayne Washington's a great, I don't think he's going to be an NBA player, but he's one of those guys, all-time Ohio State Buckeye, great player. And then 
You got other guys. EJ Liddell might be the best player on the team. Oh, absolutely. I think he's the NBA player on that team right now. Oh, absolutely. And then other guys like Justice Soong and Kyle Young. You guys are very balanced this season. And even Towns from, from Harvard is playing a role off the bench as well. Seth Towns. Wow. What a great addition to this game. But Ohio yeah, State battled them wire to, wire to wire going into the game. I bet on Michigan, and they did win that game. But regarding the Wolverines, I was high on them going in. But, man... If you're filling out a bracket this season and don't have the Wolverines at least going to the Sweet 16 or Elite 8, I don't know what you're doing because this Michigan team, they're just not good offensively. But, man, their defensive wings, Franz Wagner, the brother of the guy in the NBA, Moritz, he's a stud player, absolute stud. Isaiah Livers is another guy, very good defender on that team. And then the freshman, Hunter Dickinson, is going to be a surefire NBA player. He, He completely dominated Ohio State in that game. He did, and you have to give him the credit. He's a great player. Um, I mean, we'll see what he does come tournament time. Yeah. I, I haven't really had, hadn't heard too much about Hunter Dickinson prior to this game. Obviously, he had a great showing, but yeah. Michigan also had a huge three-week pause. So It's tough please, with Kobe. Please excuse me if I'm a little bit, you know, iffy about Michigan. I know they're a great team. They're a really yeah. good team. Obviously, what are they, 16 and 1? I think they're yeah, tough. Michigan's yeah, they're tough. They're a tough team. And Juwan Howard's doing a hell of a coaching job down there. Yep. Is this his first year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Second. Second. Second year. Yeah. Every time after they win, John Rothstein tweets out the Fab Vibe. The Fab Vibe. Wow. That's a, that's a great job. And, and Mike Smith has completely changed the culture with that team. The transfer from Columbia, who averaged 20, 21, 22 points a game in an Ivy League school last season. And then people are saying he goes to the Big Ten, it's going to be a difference. But Mike Smith has been a great point guard for that Michigan program this season. He's led the team exceptionally well. And other guys like Chandy Brown, the transfer from Wake Forest off the bench, another good player. But if you're filling out a bracket, the Michigan Wolverines and the Ohio State Buckeyes are two teams to watch out. And tonight, Michigan against against Iowa. Luca Garz against Hunter Dickinson is going to be an absolute great matchup to watch. 7 o'clock tonight on ESPN. Connor, hopefully your Buckeyes can beat the Spartans. Yeah. I mean, Michigan State... They've had some good wins, but they haven't had a great season as a whole. So I'm really not worried. All right, real quickly, before we get to our NFL stuff, any teams ahead of March you're getting a little too excited about lately, watching college basketball? I have a couple of teams that not too pan. Too excited? You excited about any what do you mean particular? Too excited? Who are some teams that you're a little excited about right now going into the tournament? The tournament's oh. three weeks away. Well, I'm excited about some teams. I don't know if I'm too excited about. Right. Right. I mean, I'm I'm getting really excited about a couple of them. Tell me, tell me who you're excited about. I don't want to give away my bracket yet, but right now I'm very high on the Creighton Blue Jays. I think they have a terrific, terrific coach in Doug McDermott, the father, father of yeah, you know who. I got it, Doug McDermott. And Marcus Zigorowski. When it comes to tournament time, you usually need a very good point guard, and Marcus Zigorowski, the cousin of Michael Carter Williams, has done an exceptional job being the starting point guard at Creighton this season, and. Their depth is unbelievable. Damian Jefferson, Christian Bishop, um, Alex O'Connell coming off the bench, and Mitch Ballock, one of the best three-point shooters in the country. That Creighton team, in my opinion, easily one of the top five best offenses in the country. Their defense needs to improve if they want to go far in the tournament. But right now, it's going to be very tough for a lot of teams to beat that Creighton team. And I wouldn't be surprised. You don't know what the bracket's going to look like yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Creighton Blue Jays made it to the Final Four this season. So that's one of the teams for me to look out for. In the Big East. Crane to the Final Four. Wait, wait, what? Hey, I'm telling you right now. Again, you don't know if Gonzaga or Baylor is going to be in the same region as them or who's going to be in the region. But if Creighton, if Creighton has an easy path or if they even have a difficult path, they're a team that when that offense gets going, watch out for the Blue Jays. Watch out for the Blue Jays. That's all I'm telling you. excited for Loyola, Chicago. A couple of other they're teams. really good this year. Yeah, again, they are good again. Another thing we got to mention real quick. The Duke Blue Devils were dead in the water about three weeks ago. And people, they, then they lost their best player and now they're winning games. Jalen Johnson opts out of the season. Now the Duke Blue Devils are playing like one of the best teams in the country. If the season ended well, I today... Mean, they beat Virginia. Yeah, they beat Virginia, who's a team that's struggling. But if the season ended today, Joe Lenardi has Duke at, in his last four in, so they'd technically make the tournament if Joe Lenardi gets everything right like he usually does. But right now, the Blue Devils are playing great basketball. Matthew Hurts looking like one of the best players in the country right now. DJ Stewart and Jeremy Roach have formed an elite backcourt for that, fr- that freshman group that they got going on over there at Duke. And right now, Duke's a team that you never want to see Duke. But right now, they're playing good basketball without Jalen Johnson. No, Duke and Duke is a good team, and I would actually hate it if they snuck into the tournament. They probably will. They were, they're Duke. Right now, it looks they, like they might. They were supposed to be dead, and they were supposed to be way out of the tournament talk, and they were not supposed to be talked about. Right. Now, they've won, riled off like three straight and now everyone's like, oh, huh? they're going to get in. It's a 9-10 seed. Stop it. Unless, unless they're an 11 seed, they don't belong there. 
What? Imagine if they play in the first four. Syracuse was an 11. Someone said to me. Someone said to me today. Imagine the first four. It's like Duke versus Michigan State to get into the round of 68. That'd be crazy. That would be 64 crazy. in the first four game. Dude, Duke would have to be a 12 seed. Yeah. What's? Well, yeah, I think 11 or 12. Be yeah, 12 seed because it was 12 against 12. Yeah. And Duke could very well be a 12 seed right now. They could very well have to play that first four. I think that's pretty deserving too. That'd be insane. Two other teams that I'm kind of high on right now. The Arkansas Razorbacks are playing really good basketball. They've won eight of their last, last... They beat night. Alabama last night. They've won eight of their last nine games. Eric Musselman is doing a tremendous job at Arkansas. They get some great inside-outside players. Justin Smith playing one of the, like, the best transfers in the country. Moses Moody's playing like one of the best freshmen in the country. So the Razorbacks are easily going to make the tournament. Yes. Right now, another team I wouldn't want to see in the first round are the Arkansas Razorbacks. And then again, i got to mention my Oregon Ducks. I know last game they didn't look too good against USC. They got destroyed. But again, I got my better of the night right on the last episode. And again, it was Oregon. I think I did the Ducks last week. My better of the night tonight, pick Oregon, minus 2.5 against the Stanford Cardinal. I'm pretty sure that – I'm actually very sure that Oregon's going to win that game. I got it as a pick about – 12 o'clock last night, but I think Oregon can win that game. Seven or eight points better than the night for me is the Oregon Ducks. And again, they didn't play well against USC, but another team you do not want to see in the first round of the tournament. Oregon, they got Chris Duarte playing good. Connor, we were watching Chris Duarte the other night. Yes, we were. Good player. He might be a first-round pick. Yeah, Chris Duarte. Any teams you guys excited about, or did I, did I name them all? You did not name the one I'm thinking about right now. They're coming out of the... Um, Yes, the Missouri Valley Division. Uh-oh. Yes. Who, Drake? Drake. Drake <laughs> is going to be a great team. Tournament? They're, they're in the same division as Loyola Chicago. And Loyola Chicago, I think if they don't make the tournament, it's because Drake is so good. But I think Loyola Chicago deserves to make the tournament. And they could win their conference tournament. So. They could have two teams from that conference, which I is very thinking. unusual. You should have Drake in there because they're 23-2. and two, and Oh, you, my God. They should be. Yeah, they're, and they're good. To, and you have to have Loyola Chicago in there, in my opinion, because they're 19-4 and four, and they're 14-2 and two in the conference. Two, and they're, they're, they both have the same conference. And now it's 68 teams, so that could make a difference, too. And they could be one of those teams that play in the first four. Drake is going to be really – Drake is – going to be scary. I think they're going to probably be um, probably closer to a 10 seed or a 9 seed. But that's like a 9-8 game or a 10-7 game that you'd be very scared to play against them. I would, I would be it's very be scared to one. play Drake. I would pick Drake in most of those, in most of those matchups. Well, uh, another team that I'm really thinking about in the Ohio Valley, Bel- Belmont. The Belmont Bruins. The Belmont Bruins. They're going to probably be in the, wherever Drake is probably, Belmont's going to probably right around that same thing too. 18-0 in the conference, 24-1 wow. overall. Whoa. The OVC. Great team. So I mean, I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be a problem in the first round, and and a team that I think could go deep out of the Pac-12, USC. You and they really? got and they got a top three pick in Mobley. I think, I think Evan Mobley's Mobley. gonna be a top three pick. Mobley's a top three pick, and Mobley. I think seven footers are really dominant come tournament time, and Mobley's a beast. And you know what I'm looking forward to too? The projected top three picks right now are if that Oklahoma State scandal doesn't happen, which. I'm pretty sure they're going to let Oklahoma State play in the tournament. I think so. You're going to have Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, and Evan Mobley, the top three picks probably in the NBA draft, all going to be playing March Madness. Yes. That's yes. going to be awesome to watch. every time. It seems like it doesn't. I mean, what's his name? They had um, John, didn't make it. John Morant was playing for Murray State, but then, yeah, right. a lot Simmons of times didn't that doesn't happen. It. So it's going to be interesting. Three weeks from around today will be our tournament special. Once again, yeah, well, I'll be sending out. Why even playing? Oh, they weren't? Yeah. I'll be sending out the details to join my March Madness tournament this season. Again, no it will be good to have March Madness back. He will, he left after three games. All right, let's get to NFL to end the show. We've been qu- pretty quiet on the free agency. Free agency really hasn't got going yet until a couple weeks. So you know what I said to you guys? Let's proje- project who the starting quarterback is going to be for every team on opening day of the NFL season next season. So we'll go through the teams pretty quickly here, starting with the AFC. We're not going to talk a whole lot about the ones that are coming back for next season. But some changes you guys probably have. Deshaun Watson, Marcus Mariota, Cam Newton. Where are these guys going to end up? You're about to find out. Who do you want to start with? The AFC East? Sure. Let's get it going. The, let's get the teams out of the way. That The Buffalo Bills, I'm sure we all have Josh Allen. Matt Barkley. Yeah. So the Buffalo Bills, I think Josh Allen's going to be starting week one. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have he's the same. He's an MVP candidate. All right, the Miami Dolphins. Who's starting week one? Tua. I got Tua. I got Tua. There's a lot of rumors out there that it could be someone else, but I don't it believe in the be. hype. It's Tua. They selected Tua for the reason. They want him to be the quarterback. The New York Jets, starting week one for me, I got Zach Wilson as the quarterback. I have, I, Zach Wilson. I have Justin Fields. You think he's going to be the second pick? Yeah. 
I, th I think that like I don't care what the the recent hype has been on on other quarterbacks. I think Justin Fields has gotten the hype long term, and the Jets want to go with someone that you know they won't be judged for. Listen, I I'm fine with either of those. It's picks. a tricky situation. I'm fine with either of those picks. I just want it like clear though that Sam Darnold is not the guy. He's gonna be playing. No, he, no. I don't. Oh, you'll hear my Sam Darnold projection in a in afterwards but he's not going to be starting week one but sam Darnold's going to be with a new team yeah I agree. I agree with that and you'll hear who i think he's going to be okay. with but but zach wilson justin fields those are the two obvious choices and i think they're going to select zach wilson and justin fields was getting all the hype until it seemed like a month ago yeah i mean then he got hyped up again after the win in the final four right and the blowout against alabama that ship really sailed i mean they're that's the best team in the nation it, it is but pe pe people thought it wasn't competitive Okay. I mean, he torched, uh, what was the other team? Um, Who? In the Big Ten? Yeah, Clemson. Yeah, torched them. That was a bad game. Right. All right. This is probably the most interesting one in the AFC East. The Patriots, there's been rumors left and right, up and down. I don't know if this could happen. I'm going a little bold with this because you never know what Bill Belichick's going to do. I hope you guys don't have Cam Newton because that would suck. I have Cam Newton. You do? Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. You think he's going to be the starter? I think he comes back. And he's the starter. Yeah. Oh, he's no. been in the system already for a year. So what? He, he sucked. He, he it wouldn't surprise he was me. Terrible. It wouldn't surprise me a ton, but I would not like to see it. I don't even think he's in a Patriots uniform. All right, my prediction on the Patriots starting quarterback for Week One. Is I went with Gardner Minshew. Wow. I think I. I mean, listen, we don't know who it's going to be. I did not. There's been lots of rumors about Marcus Mariota. There's been lots of rumors about some other guys, but you guys probably didn't see Gardner Minshew coming. No. But this is a guy that I can see actually being able to throw the football. And I think last year he didn't really get his chance. Jacksonville doesn't have that good of wide receivers. Neither do we. Their offensive line is brutal. <laughs> we have Neither a better we. offensive line. But if we get Gardner Minshew over Cam Newton, I think it's an upgrade. Okay. I did not have Gardner Minshew, but I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind Minshew being the quarterback. I think that I don't. I think that he'd be screwed because we don't have good receivers. Do you have another guy that begins with an M? I do. <laughs> I have Marcus Mariota. Wow. Now I almost had another guy beginning with an M on the team. That would have been Mac Jones, but Ooh. I don't. Th I think the Patriots do draft Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones will be a starter week one. I think Mariota is in a Patriots uniform and they go with a veteran to start the season. Yeah. Um, so I got Marcus Mariota. On Felger match they were just saying just Marcus Mariota might be one of the most boring quarterbacks in all of football. It's kind of true if you think about it. Like, Why? Mar what's Marcus Mariota? I mean, he can run and stuff. Just in general, off the field, he's just a quiet. One time he threw himself a touchdown in a playoff game. That was exciting. That was probably his key. But honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't really like to see any of these guys. If I had the option, I think I'd, I think I'd pick Minshew over Mariota. Wow. That's, you're getting really bold, Justin. I think I'd pick Minshew, Minshew over Mariota. Minshew over Mariota? Yeah. I would not. Mariota's I, like a playoff quarterback. Minshew's. This is going to be very interesting. Let's see who gets the most right out of all these. Okay. All right. The North. Okay. For the, honestly, for the North, I don't see many changes at all. It's the easiest one. I think it's the easiest one. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. Yep. I'm sure we all have that. Yep. Cleveland, Baker Mayfield. Yep. Yes. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow. Yep. Yes. And Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger. He's coming back. Roethlisberger's yeah. coming back. Roethlisberger's coming back. That's what That's they said. It. Yes. And speaking of Ben Roethlisberger, want me to tell you my other Steelers thought real quick? Tell me. Tell me. The backup for the Pittsburgh Steelers this season Sam is going to be Sam Darnold. Yeah, I agree. I think Sam Darnold is going to sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I totally agree with that. He can't sign. He's on a deal with the Jets. I, I think that— Well, they'd no, have to, they'd have to let does, go of him first. I think he does We're become a Steeler. Why? So you think they got to trade value. him? No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. You could trade him to Pittsburgh. Yeah, we I could. Think they I'm could. saying you know. I think Sam Darnold ends up with the Steelers. Let's let's break this down a little bit. I agree with you that Sam Darnold will be in a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform. I do think that Big Ben will be the starter. Um, here's why I think they'll trade for him. They have to. I would put well, they need a someone lot after of money. I would put a lot of money on Ben Roethlisberger not starting every single game. Now, at the same time, I think the Steelers believe they are extremely competitive. Yeah, look at and the defense. And they need a capable backup quarterback because they don't have one. Who is it now? Josh Dobbs? Dwayne Haskins. Oh, they have Haskins, too. He sucks. Yeah, Haskins sucks. No. He sucks. I think that Darnold is clearly an upgrade over Haskins. Yes. And, and I think that they want to make sure that they have some kind of chance if Ben stops playing. Because, he one, Ben sucked last year. And, two, he can't stay healthy. And I don't think the Jets are going to want to see the Patriots get him. What if it blows up in their face and they keep him in the AFC? Sam Darnold will not be in a Patriots team. No, but we would I don't, never trade for And him. Sam Darnold is probably he's good enough to start for an NFL team, but I just see him backing up Roethlisberger. That's my prediction and for them. I think them. there's a few guys that are backups that could be starters. But so we all got Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. The AFC South gets more interesting. Well, 
The one that's not that interesting because Tennessee, I'm sure you guys all have Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Indianapolis Colts. Now we all have Carson Wentz. Yep. Which is very that was weird when I was writing that early. I'm like Jesus. Indianapolis Carson Wentz. <laughs> Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Yes. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a starting quarterback this for the is Jaguars. Very interesting so far. And then the fourth one is definitely the most interesting out of the whole division. Who do you guys have starting for the Houston Texans in Week One? I have Watson. So do I. I have Teddy Bridgewater. I really don't think that they're going to trade him. I just think he wants out. I heard I, it again so today. What? I know he wants so out. What? They're not going to trade him. As much as you can't trade a franchise guy like that, if you're unhappy and if you really want an out, I don't think they're going to force him to be there. Is he going to hold out? As, no, as a great Texan owner once said, you don't let the prisoners run the prison, okay? Who said that? Oh, my God, that's what, awesome. what if he says he holds out? The, the Texans owner. He said that? Yeah, and, no then, and, then, and then Hopkins forced himself out. When did he say that? Like two years ago. That was two years ago. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, but it's a bad situation. Yeah, he got a lot of trouble for saying that. I but, imagine. But I think he's right. Deshaun Watson is under contract for this team. They drafted him, oh, and they're geez. paying him a ton of money. If they do not trade him, he should be playing for them. And I think he will not hold out. He will be the week one starter. I think he's now. acting like a complete baby and a-hole. And I hope he's still the starter in Houston because... Look it up. Because no, even... I'm going to write it down. That's awesome. Yeah, Deshaun, Watson, the the Deshaun Watson's a guy that's an MVP type of quarterback. And he's a guy that should be... Yeah, you don't have a ton of talent in Houston. Your offensive line is brutal. You lost some players that you really shouldn't have lost. And I think I'm going with Teddy Bridgewater starting for Houston in week one. I'm going with Watson just because, um, like Jake said, I understand, I understand Watson is holding out. And I'm, I'm probably the biggest advocate has been telling everyone, like, Watson's going to go. He's going to go to the Jets. But as the weeks go on, like, Houston is not keeping up. They're not. They're not. Nope. Letting, they're and they're not, not going anywhere much. either. They're not taking phone calls. They're not even listening to trade offers. The trade offers would be ridiculous. If they were at oh, least they would someone be, yeah. interested, they'd be listening. They're not even listening at this point. So, so they want to keep them. So, I mean, he's, Watson's going to probably have to have a prayers moment with Jack Easterby before the season starts, but he's going to be the starting quarterback. I hope Unless he, he I decides hope he to hold out, which would be a big move for Watson. Who's their backup? Huh. Someone bad. Huh. What a joke. There's know. plenty of free agents out there. If it's Patrick, Alex Smith, we'll talk about those guys maybe. All right, AFC West I thought was pretty simple. Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Denver, you guys have Drew Locke? Yes, I, I do. I got Drew Locke. I don't. Really? I have Marcus Mariota. You think he's going to be the Broncos starting quarterback in week one? I thought about that, but... I think the Broncos will sign Mariota. From my understanding, Locke, for whatever reason, they, they want to keep riding him. John Elway believed in him. Yeah. I know, but he had a horrible... Not horrible. I don't he think he's that good. good year. He he's he's have, inconsistent. I think he had a better year I think they're going to sign Mariota, and Mariota, they're going to do... And Locke's going to be the backup for week... No for way. Week one. No way. No, I got Mariota. I got Locke. Las Vegas. There's rumblings in Vegas that Carr might not be there, but I think Carr's going to be the starting quarterback. Carr. I think Carr will be there. And then the Chargers, obviously, are going to keep Herbert. All right, on to the NFC. So I don't think there's as many changes as people think. Free my man Mm -hmm. Watson, says Jake Ellison. Sorry. All right, moving to the NFC. Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Yes. Yes. Dallas, Dak Prescott. Yes. Dak or Dalton if Dak isn't healthy. Yeah. Washington. Washington's in a very interesting situation. Okay. I don't know if this guy's going to start the whole season, but I say start Taylor Heineke week one. I have Teddy Bridgewater. I have Sam Darnold. Whoa. So you think Sam Darnold is going to start and Heineke is going to be the backup? They just signed him to an extension, Heineke. Yes. I mean, they want him around. That's okay. I think they like what they saw of Heineke in the playoffs. and He's not going to start for the whole season, but I think week one, I think they're going to give him the start. One thing I know is they really do not like Alex Smith. Yes. No, he's going to be gone. It came, it came out that Alex, that, that Alex Smith said they treated him awfully. They had no plans to ever play him, and it really just came down to them having no one else other than him. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous because he was good. Oh, it's but brutal. they also said um, th- that he just, you know, they, they weren't about it. And they clearly weren't about Haskins either. I think Heineke was also a fallback guy. I know they signed him. But, he was completely a fallout guy. Yeah, like I really could see them getting a guy like Teddy Down Bridgewater. It makes it makes complete sense to me for a disheveled organization to go get a quarterback that is average, completely average, yeah. um, and probably overpay him. So Teddy, you got him Teddy's there. on the move, and I think they get him. I got Teddy in Houston. You got him in Washington, and Connor got Sam Darnold in Washington. Yeah, I mean, I think Washington's just kind of in a desperate spot. They realize they have a good team. They don't have a quarterback, so I kind of think they. If they're going to trade for him. Why wouldn't they draft for him? They could still draft him. I think you can get Darnold on the cheap. I think you can get him for a, a lower second round pick. To Ooh. I bet you they still do draft someone like in one of the late rounds. They might. They might exactly. But I think they have more spots to fill than, yeah. than quarterback right now. And I think they kind of want a quick fix. Someone who's already played in the league. Someone they don't have to develop. So I think yeah, they like Teddy. 
Yeah, Teddy might be fine <laughs> for them, but I think Teddy stays in. Um, well, oh, we'll, no get, way. we'll get to Carolina. No way. But I got, uh-oh, uh-oh. Teddy, right. Teddy got, is on I the move. I got Sammy D. I got Sammy D. I can't wait to talk about the Panthers. All right, the NFC North. Giants, Daniel Jones. Yeah. Green Bay, Rodgers. Yeah. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins. Wait, who are we talking about? Green Bay. Rodgers. Green Bay. Before that? Giants. Daniel Jones. Why are we talking about the Giants? Green Bay, Rodgers. Wait, the... We're in the north now. Yeah, Daniel Jones. The Giants are in the east. Yeah, no, we're in the north. Okay. Green Bay Rodgers. Yeah. Minnesota Cousins. Yes. Yeah. Detroit Goff. Yes. Yeah. And then the team that's interesting, I say Chicago Bears. I say they still keep Trubisky. Really? Yeah. I think they – I like Tris, I like Mitchell Trubisky. I, I, I hate Mitchell Trubisky. I, like I can't say how much I hate Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, he's good. You'd have, I'd have to spend three hours doing the show. Chicago, starting quarterback, week one next season, Marcus Mariota. Wow. That's such a lateral move, going from Trubisky to Mariota. I think I think like they the just, same exact player. I don't think Trubisky. I think Mariota is better than Trubisky. I have Fitzpatrick. That's not a bad They're like the same exact player. I have Ryan That doesn't even make sense. Like, at least with him. Like, Ta- they can probably, get him, at least him for $10 million. Like getting another quarterback, and they'll keep Fitzpatrick to start. You can get, like, you can get, <laughs> you can get Marcus Mariota for $10 million. You know how much money you're saving? Allen Robinson is going to be out the door. That opens the door for signing someone like Chris Godwin to be your number one receiver. Chris Godwin is not leaving the champion team he is on. He might be Chicago. leaving. He might be yeah, leaving. What the hell are you talking about? He might, you know how much money he, they would give him to be the number one receiver? A lot. He's going to win the Super Bowl again. Chris Godwin might be out of Tampa Bay. He's a free agent. Why would he do that? Kenny Galladay is going to be out. Chris Godwin might be out. Uh, Allen Robinson might be out. He's out. He's gone. I could yeah, okay. definitely see Marcus Mariota going to Chicago. I can see Fitzpatrick making the move and starting week one. I also put a list to get the guys. We start week one too. <laughs> somewhere else. Somewhere else. Yeah, you have Fitzpatrick? Else. Well, I have a list of my guys that aren't going to be starters week one as well, so maybe you'll hear him there. Oh, good. Okay. I can't wait. All right, so now what are we in the South? Yep. New Orleans? Jameis Winston. I get, I get Drew Brees coming back for one last season. No, he's done. He's done. I think he's waiting to announce no it. He doesn't want to retire. Done, and I think he's going to say one more run at it. Don't you think he just saw Tom Brady absolutely take care of business and say, well, I'm not going to beat that guy? I don't think he gives a shit. I think he gives a shit about playing one more season. He loves the game of football. And I think he sucks. What's taking him so long? He sucks. What's now. taking him so long? He sucks. I want to come out right now and say if they run some. Weird play on the first play of the season He's gonna with die. Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, then that guy is the starting quarterback, and it's not Drew Brees. I say all three of them could still be on the team. <laughs> all right, so the Saints, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Yep. Atlanta, Matty Ice. I have Matt Ryan. I have Matt Ryan. Okay. And then the Carolina Panthers. Who do you have? A guy by the name of Deshaun Watson. How Th- are they getting him? Three first-round picks. And Christian and, McCaffrey? And maybe Christian McCaffrey. Get the hell out of here. But if I'm, if, I'm Carolina, if I'm Houston, I do it without Christian McCaffrey. If Watson wants out that bad and you're getting three first-round picks. Watson commands more than three first-rounders. That, yeah. that, that's where it's yeah, what, just, Didn't Stafford just get moved for like two? Yeah, it yeah. starts at three. I, I'd say so four, I say he's worth at least four. Yeah, it starts at three. And do, you ha- do they have four first-round picks to trade? I'd give them three like, first-round picks. The Jets do. They, <laughs> no, I wouldn't give them Christian McCaffrey. You wouldn't give McCaffrey? If you get Deshaun Watson. About, Mike Davis is good, but he's not that young. You he's not that young. Stop. You wouldn't give him McCaffrey? That's, that's no, I wouldn't. To get Watson? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Because he's the best running back in the You know what? I would. I would. I would. I would. I would do it. I would do it. That's crazy. I'd you give him McCaffrey. Hero I have Three first-round picks in McCaffrey for Watson. You get your franchise quarterback in Deshaun Watson. If you keep McCaffrey and Watson, that's... 50, 60 million dollars for two players. Oh, then you're absolutely screwed. Yeah, you but, are screwed. Yeah, that's the offense. No, two players on your roster. You have to fill up 51 more guys. No, they got Robbie Anderson. Screwed. They got uh, uh, Curtis Samuel. They got J.J. Moore. Curtis Samuel. Who do you got in Carolina? Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I do have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, my God. They Listen. Where's he from? Like This is why Harvard? I have Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay? The Panthers have said they want to move on from Teddy because he was very limited as far as his versatility at quarterback. Did they say that? Yes, they did. He got good mobility. No, he did not. I think he still does. I think they could go out and get some kind of project quarterback and get Ryan Fitzpatrick to start before him and give him the veteran mentorship that he needs. I can't see Fitzpatrick okay. in the NFC. Why? He was the, he's been there. I know. He? It just seems like he's been in the AFC um, his whole life. Has he, he been in the he NFC? He played for the Buccaneers. Yeah, oh yeah, a while back. Um, I think that he goes 
to the Carolina Panthers, and I think they're pretty good. I think Fitzpatrick is a pretty good quarterback. He's decent. He's. I think he's definitely a starter. I've heard rumblings about him going to the Patriots too, but ugh. I would love that. I wouldn't. I would love that. I want to get, like I said, Mariota, but like if they got Mac Jones and then had Fitzpatrick start ahead of him, I would love that. And instead of man, Cam Newton, yeah, no, I would love that. Connor, so you got you got Carolina. I mean, I had Teddy B, but I'm I am seeing the same news. Yeah, they Jay. want to move on from Teddy. So. Yeah, that's why I got Teddy B in Houston, and I got a swap going on there, uh, Watson and Bridgewater. Uh, maybe, maybe you throw in Jacoby Brissett. What if Cam? Oh, Newton, what if no Cam Newton? Go, what if Cam Newton goes back to Carolina? <laughs> no, impossible. That'd be crazy. So Connor says Jacoby Brissett. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna go with PJ. What? Oh, the backup PJ they have? Walker? The backup they have? Yes. Oh, PJ Walker? Yes. From the XFL? Yes. He was kind of good. <laughs> he was, go was kind of good when Teddy was hurt. Jesus Christ, I didn't see that coming. So Connor like says PJ Walker. I was starting to think like PJ Carissimo. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so PJ Walker gets his name mentioned today, and no one saw that coming. Week one for Carolina Panthers. Jesus. Coming down the He's Broadway. more of like a week nine guy. PJ oh, what's Walker. The yeah, that'd be funny. NFC West, I have, I have no changes here. San Francisco, I think I'm pretty positive Jimmy G is coming back. Yeah, even though he sucks. You guys yeah. get Jimmy G? Yeah, yeah sucks. Seattle, Russell Wilson? Yep. yep. Even though, even though the rumors have gone crazy he today. Go to What's going to happen now? Nothing's happening. Go to the Jets. Arizona, Kyler Murray. Yep. yep. And Brand Matthew Stafford. Stafford. That's a good quarterback division. Wow. Yeah, it's better than it was last year. All right. And the guys that I have on Maybe, other teams. CJ Beathard's kind of an upgrade over. One, two, three, four, five. Nick Mullins is an upgrade over Jimmy G. All day long. These are the eight guys that I have on other teams that won't be starting. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Sam Darnold, I already told you, will be on the Steelers. Yes. Nick Foles will be somewhere, but not starting. Somewhere. You yes. don't think he'll stay in Chicago? He could. He'll be somewhere. Andy Dalton will probably stay in Dallas. I think he will, yes, too. He will. Cam Newton. Cam Newton's going to be with some team. Probably. Cam Newton has to be with the team. He's going to start. He'll be a backup. He's no. going to start. Ryan Fitzpatrick, we already talked he'll about that. Starter. I don't have him starting. Jacoby Brissett might just stay in Indy, but he's a free agent. I think he should stay in Indy because Carson Wentz blows, and it's probably his best chance to be a starter. Yeah. And then Alex Smith, I think Alex Smith's going to be with a team. Yeah, probably. And then I can see him going to the Steelers. I would like to see Alex yeah, Smith. Or Donald, yeah. And then, I could easily see Alex Smith on the Steelers. I could, too. Yeah. And then Mitchell Trubisky, and Mitchell Trubisky, I think he's going to be a backup somewhere. If I had to guess right now, that, oh, you had him where? Chicago? Starting. Where do you Chicago. think Trubisky's going to be? I think he's gone. I if you, if you have know. him moving, I can see him being on like the Raiders or something. Know. How about the Raiders? Maybe, maybe the Raiders. Yeah. I could see Mitchell Trubisky. Like the, the Broncos? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I could see him going to, like, the Saints. As what? Oh, if Bree, man. If Breeze really? le- leaves and they don't love Winston, I don't think Taysom Hill is actually going to be a quarterback. That's, that's, like, the worst move they could ever make. Dude, if, I think what if you want to build so le- good for Trubisky could rebuild his value there if he's that good. Yeah, but you can't just, like, throw a pile of shit. Or Matt Ryan. And say, well, one of them's going to work. Like, yeah, I don't think Taysom Hill's a quarterback, say, though. Yeah, but you can't say, oh, we have Jameis, and we have Taysom, and we have Mitch Trubisky. We'll probably be able to complete the ball one out of three times. First like, of all, that's a horrible Taysom, idea. Taysom Hill's not a starting quarterback. And then what was his starting record? Yeah, what was it? Three and zero, two and zero. Yeah, three and zero or like three and one. I'd rather have Mitchell Trubisky. Life after Breeze isn't going to be easy, and I'd rather have two options where you can choose. And you're not going to sign Mitchell Trubisky for a ton of money. I think you just ride famous. In Another Toronto. team I could see him going to. I think, I think he's going to be nice there. Yeah. Well, what if Trubisky goes to Atlanta? Well, I, I don't. I don't that's, think so. that's like completely out of left. Um, Matt Ryan's not going to be there forever. Yeah, but they're not going to do that to Matt Ryan. What if he goes to the Lions? If, if they if they get a yeah, they will, Matt I'd Ryan, feel bad for Jared Goff. They're going to draft. Screw Atlanta's so probably going to draft. What if he goes someone. to Washington? He might. All right. That's, that's our, an upgrade. That's our jumbled, our no, jumbled, Darnold, jumbled jigsaw puzzle of NFL quarterbacks. I don't know. That's kind of close. There's going to be a lot of different things that happen, but overall, I'm interested to see what happens, mainly Deshaun Watson. But Nick's first half spread. There's going to be a lot of moves. Yeah. They're that's win today too. That's Jake's better than night. The Nick's first half spread. I'm taking it too, by the way. Nick's. What's your better than night? Nick's first quarter spread. My better than night, <laughs> Oregon Ducks, minus two and a half. It might have got a three and a half, whatever it is. Under five, I, got I take fever. it. Nick's baby. Three weeks will be our selection show special, March Madness. In four weeks, we'll have our NBA trade deadline special. And in five weeks, we'll have our MLB opening day prediction special with Chris Keenan. So we have a lot to get to in these next couple of weeks. We'll be back here next week for week Twenty set. What are we have? We're doing this for over a year now. This right? is the the, well, the half year anniversary today. Happy half year anniversary, guys! Thank, thank you. You guys <laughs> said that at the same time. Well, yeah, you said it to both of us. So thanks everybody <laughs> for tuning in. <laughs> thank you everyone for tuning in again for week twenty six. We'll be back here for week twenty seven. 
Maybe we'll have some quarterback moves. I doubt it because I don't think free agency starts until March 17th. Two very good college basketball games on tonight. Actually, a loaded slate for college basketball tonight featuring Michigan against Iowa, Ohio State against Michigan State. loaded slate. Loaded. Drake plays tonight too. I'm telling you. Some good basketballs. I'm pretty sure San Diego State plays. Nope. Yeah. yeah, Tomorrow. No, they play. The 9 o'clock slate tonight. You get Ohio State, Michigan State. You get USC, Colorado. Boise State, San Diego State, the top well, two teams in the Mountain West. Those two teams, that's going to be a great game. I would watch, watch the crap out of that game. 17-4 San Diego State, 18-4 Boise State. And those are probably both tournament crap. teams. Watch the crap out of it. But you guys, 7 o'clock, game of the night, 7 o'clock, Iowa, Michigan, Luca Garza, Hunter Dickinson. If you love centers, you better turn on your television because that's a great matchup at the center position. And also... Belmont plays today. Yeah, Belmont plays today. Iodo Sumo out for the season. Out for the well, season? No, the, until the Big Ten, uh, the regular Wait, season. Why do those games say 6 p.m.? Because that's like the Merrimack and the St. Francis, Brooklyn, and the SIUE and the UT Martins. It's already 6.36. Because Connor's connection. Oh, there we go. Merrimack up one. Oh. All right. Got a big college basketball slate tonight. Iodo Sumo, one of the best players in the country, broke his nose. He's not going to be available until the Big Ten tournament. I saw someone say, take Nebraska... Plus 13 and a half tonight, because Aldo Sumo, the best player for Illinois, is out. But I took it 12 and a half, at 12 and a half. But. <laughs> All right. Houston plays tonight as well. There's a lot of good games. Cougars, baby. I'm telling you, college basketball tonight. Who doesn't love a Cougar? Locked and loaded slate tonight. you got you got to be watching college basketball today and tomorrow. I don't know I don't know how you're going to. Because I'm going to be watching the Knicks, bro. Yeah, you got to watch the Knicks. But other than that, you got to put on some college basketball. It's going to be great. And the tournament's the coming up soon. Like, guys, you just got got to watch Who's it now. The best team Turn the on your TV. Everyone's the best team in the Big Ten? Ohio State, baby. You ain't going to make me say anyone else. It's never going to be anyone else. The best team in the Big Ten. I'm still going with the Fighting Illini from Illinois. Dude, they are. No. Iodo Sumo's not playing, but when they get Iodo Sumo back healthy, you're not telling me that's one of the best combinations in college basketball. Kofi Coburn and Iodo Sumo. Coburn's a big man. You love that. The big man from Kingston, Jamaica, ladies and gentlemen. Iodo Sumo and Kofi Coburn. We'll be back here next week for Week 27. That's Connor Howe. That's Jake Platter. I'm Justin Miller. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week.